like I I used to live I lived alone for ten years in the middle of fucking nowhere, and I would sometimes lay in bed at night and be like. It'd be dark, and it'd just be like the TV on, and be like, "Ah, oh, fuck, they're coming, aren't they?" <laughs> I think that's just anxiety. Hey, roaches! I'm Todd Tondera, and welcome to my thrifting audio diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, good garbage, and all-around helpful items I could utilize in my daily life. My mission is to do all of this while spending the least amount of money. Each week, I invite friends out thrifting with me. We gather a haul, then drag it back to the studio to tell you what we found. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? I was trying to catch you slipping again. I was trying to see really catch you slipping again. Nope. Not this time. Not today. Not today. R-Dog. Can I call you R-Dog? I'll run that by my people to see if, like, we can get that worked out. Alec is smiling. He's actually smiling at that. Yeah, he knows it's going to make some big money. Yeah. There's merch in that. In R-Dog merch? There's R-Dog merch. Okay. Well, there's not thrifty merch yet. <laughs> so there needs to be there's not our dog merch before thrifty. No, it's merch. it's gonna it's gonna be our dog, and then on the on the back in very very small letters it'll say thriftypodcast.com Okay, yeah, Close I got time. I got you. Welcome. It's to gonna it. have all my other sponsors on the back. <laughs> big big Jimmy John's logo. Um, of course. You're in with Jimmy John's. Yeah, James Jonathan. James Jonathan. You know. Wow. Here's the thing. They make my sandwiches freakishly fast. Really? Yeah. I don't know what they do for everyone else, for the common Alec man. Alec is nodding. Alec is nodding. Yeah. They I, do. Got, I got a name with James Johns. Okay. Well, welcome to another chapter in my audio thrifting diary. This is Thrifty Podcast. Of course, I'm Toddy. I'm here with Kaylee Hood this evening. Hi, Kaylee. How you doing? Hey. I'm well, great. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> Thanks for coming out thrifting with me in the rain this evening. Anytime. Ryan, known celebrity Thompson, is back with us. I, it's it was hard to schedule this in after my appearance on uh, Total Bellas this past week. Um, you were on Total Bellas this last week. Well, a, a tweet of mine was on Total Bellas this week. Well, that's on that's being on Total Bellas. Yeah, because my my Twitter handle was on the screen, so I can use that in my resume now. Wow. So are you verified on Twitter now? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Well, that's thanks to the Thrifty Podcast, right? Mm, I got the, I got the Total Bellas bump. Okay, well, fair enough. Well, um, may- maybe maybe next week when they have me on Total Bellas, I will say, uh, man, I love listening to At Thrifty Podcast and watching uh, Total Bellas. Make sure you say At Thrifty Podcast, just not Thrifty Podcast. Okay. I like listening to At Thrifty Podcast. It's marketing. It I've is. Ton- I- I've taken a class or two in it. Okay. But we've got a heck of a haul for you this week. Uh, the three of us went out thrifting today. 
It's also my second week of being Mr. All, All Days, days Off. off. <laughs> Still not working. Fun employment. How's that working out for you? Fun employment. As the show goes on here, I'm getting less employed and you're getting endorsed by Jonathan James the Sandwiches. We should have had the, the Toddy Tundura cassette tape project. How the, how the twines tangle, as they say. Who? Everyone. <laughs> Who says that? How the twines My, be tangled. How the twines they tangle. <laughs> Thrifty Podcast is officially one year, year old. old. One more year. One more year. <laughs> one more year. Six more months at best. Six more months at best. <laughs> Um, but much like a one-year-old, we have stopped pooping our pants, and now we're filing our taxes. And we're, we're teething, and it's miserable. So thank you, everybody, for supporting the show over this last year. I was going to have this big speech about how the show has grown, but of course it's grown because it is one year old, so we are also very much more tall. I want to give a quick shout-out to... The man with the plan, Josh Last Call Larkin, who started this show with me. Josh is unable to be here tonight, but he might be popping in a little bit later for a special call. But thank you, Josh. I love spoiler. you. Spoiler. Um, that's not a spoiler. That's a promise. <laughs> that's a promise. Todd Heyman. <laughs> I'm a Josh Larkin guy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, starting off, I'm, I've been in a weird mood for about two fucking weeks. Why, <laughs> why, is, why is that, Todd? If not more. Why is I would say more than two weeks, but it's been two weeks of the worst. What's the longest you've been unemployed? <laughs> not this. Not, <laughs> not this. Well, I understand. I'm, that, that was my guess. Like eight to nine months. Okay. I mean, you have to think for the first 15 years of my life I was unemployed. Well, yeah. But well, you weren't employed at first, so I think no. you have to be employed and then no, about a- like eight to nine months. But this is like two weeks of just lying in my own filth. But I am in the new space, so I've been enjoying the new apartment. There's and the no new filth thr- here, yeah, because I clean it. Okay, it's filthless. How the tines they twangle, <laughs> but. But we got a heck of a haul for you this evening, and judging by my weird state, there's only a couple of ways that I could go about this. One, the right way. <laughs> Two, just talk about some interdimensional bullshit, which I prefer because I like to be out of my head right now, and the only place I am right now is in my head. You're, you're, you're seeming a little spacey, Todd. I am a little spacey, and Ryan... Why don't you tell the listeners why I'm a little spacey? Well, um, when we were out thrifting today, uh, first first thing Todd picks up, I'd been there for about 10 minutes, and I completely passed over this, but Todd found a book, and it is Barlow's Guide to Extraterrestrials, Great Aliens from Science Fiction Literature. That is right. And I will go on record to say, when I do find really cool things in your presence, you get a little mad at me for oh. finding them. <laughs> oh, I get I get so jealous. I get and, so mad. And excuse my language, but when I found this, you had said, fuck. Yeah. But this is... Loudly. Loudly. This is Barlow's Guide to Extraterrestrials. Not as mad as when you found the Michael Bolton shirt and I punched a clothes rack. You punched a clothes rack yeah, over that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I was like, brother, <laughs> I gave it to you, right? Yeah. You deserved it. Still smells. It's great, yeah. though. So in Barlow's Guide to Extraterrestrials, the tagline is, the extraterrestrials are here 
One man has seen them. In his classic guide, Wayne Douglas Barlow's brilliant portraits bring to life 50 aliens from science fiction literature. And so flipping through this hardcover book, there's beautiful renditions of the weirdest uh, out-of-this-world creatures to come to pass. And I will be putting these on the Facebook. But it is, I'm telling you, there is like people that look like globe people. There's dinosaur tritons. There's gray antimatter that looks like a party city decoration. <laughs> there is Sub-Zero Glacier if it fucked the Incredibles 2 movie and had a baby. <laughs> And it has, like, this sad koala that's, like, a D&D character in it. There's all kinds of weird stuff in this book. It's definitely my favorite freak book that I've got in a long time. But this really opens up, pun intended, a different portal to a new universe that I want to discuss with you. Because, uh, Ryan, I know you spent some time living in New Mexico. And, Kaylee, I know that you're uh, supportive of (laughs) Ryan's alien thoughts (laughs) so are are you folks tall grays you guys are you in the tall grays uh those are the scariest kind of aliens they're the they look like me which is a shame Mm -mm. i had a i had a science teacher one time in the seventh grade mr kilmeyer and when we were in science class and we brought up the idea of aliens once and he was kind of on board for it and he had told me that I kind of look like a tall gray, and the whole class laughed. Did that follow you through the rest of your school career? At least till now. I'm okay. 30. I'm still remembering it. So everybody laughed at me for looking like a tall gray. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Wasn't tall the time. Now, not that tall either. Six foot. You know how big tall grays are? Six foot four at, at, at the least. At the least? At the least six foot at four. At worst. Not at, at best, worst. at worst. Yeah, at worst six foot four. Um, so alien stories... Um, Ryan, I feel like you have an alien story. Um, well, I, I don't necessarily have an alien, but I have a UFO story. Um, same thing. Kind of. Um, uh, well, I used to, I used to live in Albuquerque. My mom lived in Albuquerque, so I spent my summers there and we were. Shout out Weird Al. Shout out Weird Al. Yeah. He, last time I saw him, he played that song. When Mm -hmm. I saw him in Albuquerque, didn't play it. That's fucking just a travesty. Um, uh, reverse shout out, Weird Al. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, me, me and my, me and my mom were super, super heavy into aliens. We even went to the uh, UFO convention in Roswell before. Uh, Roswell, super weird town, small town, middle of the desert, probably like three hours from Albuquerque. Uh, nothing around it, but um, just all they are all in on the alien thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like mm-hmm. their Arby's has aliens on the sign. Wow. Yeah. Arby's. We have the aliens. That's their motto. That I have alien meat, alien, we, alien meat there. Nope. Just human meat. Or I mean, Ooh. Or, uh, meat, Ooh. meat for humans. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ha. Ah. So you were in Albuquerque. So tell me more about this alien town that you clearly are a fucking <laughs> part of. Okay. Well, well, my UFO story. And it's human meat. <laughs> it's a cookbook. Uh, but yeah, go yeah, ahead with okay, the UFO so, garbage. So it's not. Okay. And this is 100% true. Hand, hand on whatever book I believe in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Kaylee cannot contain herself. <laughs> Thing I've ever heard. No, just human me. <laughs> she is about to cry from la- this is 
ha- you said hand on whatever you believe in, and I believe in the ninety-nine. I believe in the nineteen ninety-six Beckett for NFL football cards. <laughs> so what happened? I've been with Kaylee five years as of a few weeks ago, and I've never seen her laugh this hard. She <laughs> never it, seen her the, laugh this hard about anything stuff. I've ever said. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we can end the podcast here. Yeah. No. no, edit this out. <laughs> it's really the answer. Um, okay, so. Uh, this was uh, summer of I believe '98. Mm. Um, it was the year. It was the year Blair Witch Project came out. Favorite film ever. It's very good. I mm-hmm. just I just read a whole thing about it. I'll send it to you. Oh, God, um, I'd love it. I'd love to hear more. Yeah, but we. Uh, I was at this like it was like a day camp type place. My mom worked. Mom's boyfriend worked from home, uh, so I couldn't like be at the house. So some days I'd go to the skate park all day, but other days I'd go to this day camp type place, mm-hmm. and we had disposable cameras there. Um, because we were going on a zoo trip, um, and we kept them in our little cubby spaces. Uh, we were out on the playground one day, and uh, this uh, little kid uh, said, Look, look, Ryan, an airplane. And I look up, and it was, um, it kind of looks, it was this, it was a triangular object in the sky. It was not, it was like a hot air balloon, but reversed. Mm-hmm. So the, so the, um, so the s- you know, the tip of it mm-hmm. was up, and then the bottom part, you know, the flat part was on the bottom. So it's kind of making these weird movements in the sky. It's not making anything that's kind of like... Because there are a lot of hot air... So it was like shifting yeah. up and down. Yeah. It wasn't like a hot air balloon because there are a lot of those in Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. And I know what those move like. It wasn't moving like any sort of regular airplane. Uh, so I went in and got to my cubby. And I got my disposable camera. And I took some pictures of it. Um, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, is where, this is where it gets interesting. Um, some there's uh, there are a few there's an Air Force base, uh, Kirkland Air Force Base in Albuquerque. It's right next to the airport, and um, someone from the day camp uh, wanted to know more, like see what was going on mm-hmm. with this, what it was. So they call they called the Air Force Base. Later that day, some people from the Air Force Base came, uh, took my camera. They didn't take your camera and left. And wow. I ne- so I never got to see the pictures that were developed from that uh, from that disposable camera. And how old were you in '98? '98, I was about ten. They took a ten-year-old boy's camera, disposable camera. Yeah. To hide that. Mm-hmm. That's really fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That. I mean, I kind of thought something was out there before then, but now it's like, oh, they they are like, why would they? Why come Why would they have done that? Not if that explain. Wasn't, yeah. yeah. Nothing. Yeah, Did they do like any kind of memory wipe? Because that's a rumor that's been not, done. Not that I remember. But Interesting. But I remember. But I remember all of this. So like, they could have wiped the person who, like, made, yeah. who like you know dropped a dime or whatever. Mm-hmm. But so there is really no way to tell whether they did a memory wipe or not because if you remember, that means they didn't. Yeah. Fuck. That's heavy. But yeah, that that is like no bullshit. One hundred percent true story. I have I have a second-hand story that's more interesting than the first-hand story, but then it happened on the same fucking day. Okay. And then it tripped me out to this day. Um I was sitting with my grandfather in a like a front porch. And stop me if you've heard this before. Actually don't cuz I haven't recorded. My heart's it. Res- racing. Yeah. I was on a like a porch swing sort of uh setup like uh Around this time of year, um, geez, I was probably, I 
I'm going to guess 12, 13, something like that. But me and my grandfather were sitting out there and he was like, hey, did I ever tell you the story of the time I saw a UFO? And I was like, no, never. And he said, "Okay, well, I was I saw a UFO and um, cool story, grandpa. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So he was with my mom and my mom's sister, which is my aunt. I don't know if my uncle was there, too, but it was at least three of them in the car. And they were driving by the airport and the stereotypical uh, what you hear, uh, the thing that kind of looks like a like a saucer, a saucer, a gray saucer. Um, he said it, it was about as big as like uh, he said it, it wasn't as big as you think it was. But he said it was like as big as like a kind of like a like a like a big like a big van or something like okay. that. He said just like a, a like a car, a bigger car 10, size, 10, 12 feet. Yeah, 10, 12 feet, something like that. And he said it flew over the airport back and forth, like as if it was like on a pendulum, okay. sort of. But it w- instead of a pendulum, you know, it didn't curve up or down. It just like went back and forth. So just like it, it just kind of, yeah, like a pendulum. If a pendulum just went like left to yeah. right, left to right, stuff like that. And um, then all of a sudden it darted over the cars. And when it darted over the cars, whatever was under it turned off. So he could see it coming through, like, down the road, and it ran parallel with the road Uh by the airport. So as it would run over the cars, the cars you would see, they would turn off and turn back on, turn off and turn back on. And sure enough, when it went over his car, his car turned off and turned back on. And I was like, holy shit, Grandpa. (laughs) And then wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? I swear. And that was probably, like, the end of that story. But within the next 10 minutes, no shit, we were sitting on the porch swing, and we saw something very similar dart across the sky. No. I swear to God. No. Yeah, I mean, I swear yes, to God. But no. I thought it was a work. I thought it was like it was a shoot, <laughs> that's but a, I thought that's it was a, shoot. a work. Um, what we may have saw was just a shooting star. It may have been that. As I'm remembering it, it could be a shooting star. But in that moment, when you tell a spooky story like that, and you're like, Ugh, and then – you see something dart across the sky, but just as how he said, like it would, we didn't see the pendulum bit, but like, just as he said that it would like kind of dart, uh, across the sky, we literally saw something just that didn't, it didn't go from, uh, up to down. It went from side to side shot right zhoosh. across, right across. Uh, yeah. And I was like, holy cow, this shit is too much for me. So I saw that happen. The first one I wasn't there for. Wow. So I, alien, I, I love aliens. If mm-hmm. you, um, uh, we we were back back in my hometown a couple of months ago, and we we found some of my old like drawings from when I was in elementary school, and you saw like how many aliens I drew when I was in. Kaylee, what did these yeah. aliens look like? It was just every other page, but I don't really remember what they looked like. They they were they were just the typical gray, just like yeah. the triangular head with the almond eyes. Mm. Like that was one of my favorite things to draw completely gender genderless down there uh well i mean they it was the head and then usually like stick body okay so no because like the, the only the only bodies i knew how to drew were the were like south park characters yeah right yeah well, i drew a lot of kenny yeah, yeah yeah did you do the coffee can thing no uh-huh uh-huh i'm thinking i i thought as a kid i would draw kenny from south park i would just flip over a coffee can 
and draw that. Uh And then I would take the lid and it would be the inner circle. Okay. So I would do the orange on the outside. Yeah. I do the brown on the inside. And then I would do uh, just my original, like this was, you know. uh, Freestyle. Freestyle little uh, artist depiction of uh, of my own. Um, I would do these like bloodshot eyes. Yeah, same. And I would like do like little, they look like little spiderweb eyes. And that was like a little, uh, my take of it as the artist. That's what I would do. I do bloodshot eyes. I would do some bloodshot eyes because it was a lot of Kenny being dead. And so it would either be X's Mm -hmm. or like red in there. Mm -hmm. Man, this was elementary school. Fuck. I used to throw those. I used to throw those out for a quarter. I used to do this for a quarter. Wow. Yeah. You should I, try to start that back up and <laughs> get some income. Yeah, going for I, I did that. Um, what else? Another. What other some good schemes that I used to do for for quick money? You you guys know about the gluey the gluey revolution? Do you know about that? Excuse me. The gluey revolution. Um, Elaborate. A lot Explain of kids. Yourself. A lot of kids did this, but like. I, I don't I, believe no. you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you would you would get a plastic pencil box and you would cover the top of the pencil boxes. It was what was there called? Space maker or whatever. Yeah. It'd say right on it or yeah. whatever that is. Space maker or whatever it was. Um all different design. All all pencil cases boxes were different. Mm-hmm. So I would take a, a marker, like a non permanent marker, just like yeah. a Crayola. And I would color on the top of that pencil box, like cover, color it, color it, all different colors, whatever you'd want. You know, it's uh, you're the customer. Um, <laughs> and then I would cover it in glue and then I'd slide it into my desk. I would slide it into my desk and let it cook for like, I don't know, the morning. And then by the afternoon, I'd peel this off and there'd be like rectangle glueys. And people used to use them as bookmark. I mean, glueys, my term. Um, that's what I use. Oh, that's why I never heard of it because you know I. That's like it's like calling it a Kleenex. We did, but like we didn't have the brand name back there. Right. No, I've never heard of this ever. I'm sure uh, people out there have done this. They have made glue things if, if, on their pencil cases. If you have done this, colored. if you were an early adopter of the gluey revolution, email us at thriftypodcast@yahoo.com. Yes, yes I still use Yahoo. Yeah. But I used to sell those for a quarter. But I'll tell you what. Boys and girls out there were getting creative with that shit. They were getting creative with that shit because I used to do the whole canvas. I used to do that. Well, people used to, people got on it. And they used to do shapes and stuff. Uh, Matt Boyko used to do a bunch of shapes. He got popular for doing it. Um, he kind of like yeah he I he was he reinvented the wheel. I'll give him credit. Um, he did reinvent the wheel <laughs> on that, but he would do shapes, but all different colors. But we end up actually having to do a full gluey uh, banning. No glueys. <laughs> no glueys. But I started the glueys. Yeah, those were that was earlier. The Kenny, the Kenny coffee can Kenny had yeah. was f- later in the mix. Um, but glueys were what I would make my money off of for quite some time, for you, like second, third, fourth grade. You mm-hmm. scared of aliens? Absolutely, but I'm also just as intrigued. Okay. I'm just as intrigued because I feel like as a planet, we're failing and fucking it up. And I feel like there's I think somebody are pretty good. I feel like they're looking. I feel like they're looking down on us and going like, you guys are fucking this up. Yeah. That's also anxiety based. Cause that's what I tell myself. I, I disassociate and look at myself doing things. Okay. I feel like the aliens do that with the earth. Mm. But anyway, that's my thought on aliens. I, th- <laughs> I th- um, probably, I couldn't name the other two, but probably top three fears. Mm-hmm. Aliens are probably up there. Yeah. Like I, I used to live. I lived alone for ten years in 
the middle of fucking nowhere. And I would sometimes lay in bed at night and be like, it'd, it'd be dark and it'd just be like the TV on and be like, oh, fuck, they're coming, aren't they? <laughs> I think that's just anxiety. <laughs> but but it was... it was Fuck, they're coming. They're coming they? because the way my bedroom was set up, it was like my bedroom was kind of long and then there was a corner you would turn and then another corner to go down the stairs. And so, like, I was just like, oh, they're... Hop around there and it's happy birthday, Thrifty. The aliens have landed. Yep. <laughs> and then there was a big window above my bed, too. And I'm just like, ah, shit, they could. Anyway, any yeah, possible way. Yeah, no, they're, yeah, and a window to the left of my bed mm-hmm. and a closet to the right that they could have been hiding in all day. Yeah, that's so, why you got clothes at because if they can't see oh, you, obviously they can't hurt you. Oh, and that's how sleeping tell, works. Let me, let me tell you what, uh, <laughs> yeah. no closet door. So I'm fly, flanking me from every side. I'm fucked. Also, I had no, uh, for the longest time, no uh, curtain. Yeah. No shade above my bed. Nothing. So, yeah. They were done. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Thrifty. Sorry. Sorry I hijacked the podcast. That's okay. But this, again, this is Barlow's Guide to Extra Kayla, you scared of aliens? I don't know. I'm kind of agnostic on aliens. Okay. Like, I feel like it would be stupid to say there's no such thing as aliens because, like, well, the universe is enormous. Mm-hmm. So I've heard. But it's not something I've spent a ton of time like thinking about necessarily. Yeah, there are more terrestrial things to worry about. Yeah, I, uh, my whole life I've had other Fair. things to worry yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, no, I just push all of those things away and I'm like, nope, fuck, aliens, they're coming. They're <laughs> aliens coming. first. They're coming for my <laughs> human meat. Rent check two. <laughs> <laughs> Job three. They're going to they're gonna steal my human meat. And what else did we find today, Ryan? Um, you had found a tape recorder of some sort's well, as a part of our thrift haul. Well, first, first, uh, let me go over something that's going to be a little less long. Oh yeah, to talk yeah, about. yeah. Let's go over uh, what you have in your hand. Okay, first and this we'll get to the tape stuff. This is going. This is a gift for a uh, friend of the show, Greg. Greg Harrington. Greg Harrington, just wonderful, wonderful human being. Um, it's a two-parter uh, because this is this is a cassette tape, and it's uh, from WTAE Channel Four right here in Pittsburgh. And it is uh, Allegheny Energy Supplies Millennium Pittsburgh 2000. Ooh. And so it is... Um, this is before the terrorists won. It, yeah. The terrorists mm. had were not existent at the time. No. In my eyes, at least. No. You know, this was, this was you know, less than a year shy of me seeing a UFO. Yeah. Um, so but, it's a VHS tape that you found at the Goodwill outlet today as we went. Uh-huh. On, on the back is the main reason I got it for him is because it has... Um, you know, it says WTA proudly presents the Allegheny Energy Supply Millennium Pittsburgh Glorious Fireworks Extravaganza, and goes on to talk about it. But it says, join WTAE's Sally Wigan in celebrating a new millennium filled with explosive excitement. Uh, Greg is doing a show, I believe, at uh, I don't want to get it wrong, but it's, it's uh, a comedy theater in Pittsburgh. It's either Steel City or Arcade. Uh, just look I it think up. it's at the Arcade Theater, but Greg Harrington, who has been on the podcast before, also does the Neon Brainiacs podcast. He was a, a, a past guest of ours, but he is doing the show with Sally Wigan. He's doing a storyteller show with Sally Wigan. Who is on this VHS tape from 2000. And so I would like Greg to come pick this up at Toddy's house. Greg, come get it. And New get, address, Greg. Come get it. Get this signed by Sally Wigan. Greg... Get Sally on this. Come get it, Greg. But here is the kicker. Greg, come get it. The tape that that it's the sleeve for is not what's on the inside. 
Oh, that's right. I forgot about this twist. You want to talk about some alien espionage twist here? This isn't like some copy of Titanic or something. It is another local news station cassette tape. This so is- it, it, it's when you thought it was the Allegheny Energy Supply, Millennium Pittsburgh from 2000 from WTA, J1-2000. J1-2000. That's what's on the cover. But what's inside Ryan? It's... The Implosion, Three <laughs> Rivers Stadium. Channel 2, KDKA, Hometown Advantage, approximately 45 minutes. So this is... Cov- A 45-minute mi- death tape of Three Rivers Stadium. This is the implosion of Three Rivers Stadium. Get this signed by... Greg, come get this. Get it. Get signed by Sally. Get this the signed. Tape. Get this signed. Um, <laughs> if anybody's going to see Mick Foley this Friday, uh, come have Mick Foley sign it because Three Rivers Stadium is where he uh, took that fatal plunge off On of the Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell, yeah. Mm-hmm. Friday's the 20-year anniversary of that. That's awesome. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, just crazy plot twist of local news stuff inside of this <laughs> cassette tape. Greg, come get it. Come get it. Come get it. Sally Wiggins, see, like, hey, do you remember this? Do you still get royalties from that? Guess what? If you don't. Boom, Sign it. The implosion. Sign it. I'll sell it for a quarter. Um, but yeah, what's next? This is the hot topic that we, when we sat down, this is what I was most excited for this episode. This, so what are we talking about here? Um, Ryan, the, um, continuing with the Ryan Thompson collection of Jurassic technology. Um, I have, is that a school of medicine you're opening up? <laughs> yeah. Jura- yeah. The Ryan, Ryan Thompson Museum of uh, Jurassic Technology. <laughs> Um, so what this is, it's, uh, I can't tell what year it's from. This is, I'm, I'm going to guess the 1960s from the little bit of info I found. Yeah, it looks from the 60s. And it is, uh, by a company called Lloyd's. It is a, uh, it's a, again, another portable cassette recorder. Um, mm. but this time it is a reel to reel tape recorder. It does mm. not have cassettes. It has reel to reel magnetic tape on the inside. Um, it's, uh. As a uh, friend, friend of the show, Kelsey, said, uh, it is the most Wes Anderson-looking bullshit uh, that they've ever seen. And when you had found it at the Goodwill outlet, did you have to piece that tape recorder together? Um, was it all in one piece? How did it go? The, the lid was not on. I had to find the little lid mm-hmm. that covers up the tape. And it's nice because it has directions on the inside of it uh, nice. on how to thread the tape. And, um, Are you going to try to give that a go to see if it works? Or? Uh, yeah, I just need – it takes – there's no uh, there's no plug for it. Mm-hmm. I just – I need two different types of batteries because it takes not only 9 volts but 1.5 volts. So that's like a C, mm-hmm. C or a D battery, I think. It says medium-sized flashlight cell. And how, how, how big do you think that tape recorder is? Um, it's a little bit smaller than a lunchbox. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, a little bit smaller than a lunchbox. It has like a, like an open-faced sandwich feel to it. Because yeah. you open it up and you see all like the guts of it right there. So you actually see the tape winding it has, through it. It's a really cool piece. And it has some different types of knobs on the front it of ha- it. It has a little switch uh, for play and record. It has a three-way switch for stop, rewind, and forward, mm-hmm. um, which that's looking like once the batteries are in that, if I were to hit forward, it's just going to fast forward it, rewind. It's going to do that. It has a volume, min, and max, and then it has microphone in and an earphone in. Those are both um, 
Those are both. Uh, and it's pretty portable. Eight, yeah. They're, and they're both eighth inch um, things, which makes it a little tricky mm-hmm. because most uh, most uh, microphones have either the um, the XLR or quarter inch. So the, the headphone jack is the same size as the mm-hmm. microphone jack. So I'd have to find something else to convert it with. But it's a neat little thing. And mm-hmm. I saw that when Jeff... Uh, your limo driver dropped you off. Mm-hmm. He was already making some calls to see if he could get some film for that. Yeah, he's because he's with l- the Ryan Thompson cassette project. I mean, that's a self-made. Right I mean, there. Al Alex already talking that I should maybe do a sequel to it. I think it's too soon mm-hmm. to do a sequel. I mean, I'm still writing fresh off the tails of uh, Ryan Thompson cassette tape project. Uh, go in the past episode catalog yeah check if, that you have, out. if you if you dig in the ar- archives of ryan thompson cassette tape project also listeners uh, that uh got the cassette that uh were lucky enough to get the physical cassette uh i have those done okay uh, um todd i'm i should have told you this off the air that's fine. but um just um if you want to send me the artwork i can get that printed out at kinko's because i oh, because i did okay. that with some other cassette tape artwork. So the the physical Ryan Thompson cassette tape projects are on the way. I just have to send you the artwork. You'll print it out at Kinko's, and then we'll have those out. And those will be those will be hand numbered, hand signed by me, Ryan hand Thompson. Hand signed. Yeah. Wow. I thought about just getting a reproduction of my signature on there, but um, mm-hmm. I think I think it'll it'll be a little more you know personal for the fans. Make it official. Yeah. So um, before we head into the commercial break. I'm going to see if we could get Josh on the phone. Oh, shit. To see uh, what what uh, what his thoughts are on aliens. And my fear is that they already got to him. I mean, that's my thought. Oh, my God, they did. This recording in error. Please check the number and dial again. I just dialed this. What? So Josh is no Josh is gone. Us. Well, happy r- birthday, Thrifty. Josh is dead. Rip Josh. Rip Josh. Rip. Rip for real. Greg, come get him. <laughs> we'll be right back. We'll be right back.
My home is Mars and the trip is long, but it's worth it to sing you this birthday song. Yo, Josh, happy birthday. You're cool. Bye-bye, everyone. Whoa. Whoosh. Whoosh. I but saw you guys got a new couch or something. We did. Yeah. We, we oh, we, it looks we, fucking we, comfy. We thrifted it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, kind of. It was yeah, sort of. secondhand. Yeah. Uh, some college student was getting rid of it. It's this like $600 Ikea couch that we've been eyeing for well over a year. Mm-hmm. But, but spoiler alert, we don't have $600 at many points in the last year. We've not had. Especially for a couch. <laughs> mm-hmm. And on uh, on a Facebook like flea market page kaylee saw this this guy was giving it giving it away for free wow there cmu um i don't CMU know CMU students give away he, some hot choice nug furniture he lived in like near oakland yeah one of those apartments it like used to be like an elementary school and they turned it into like the most expensive apartments in apartment. pittsburgh gotcha yeah anyway well, um that's um, cool that slightly damaged it was slightly damaged but the thing is it's uh you can kind of change the configuration of it. It like had cat damage to it, just scraped. Cat up. damage. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. just just mm-hmm. scratched on. Uh, but I remembered that because uh, it's an L-shaped one, you can put that part of the L on the other side of the couch mm-hmm. than it was originally on, and so the damage is just like facing the back, so you don't even have to see it. Well, I'm gonna drink the last of this skunked ass beer that I opened up on the last show. And I'll be finishing it on this show. So I opened this can of beer last show. And I'll be finishing it this show. And when I got this beer originally, it was already fucked. So wow. this is just a good, this God bless America. It's just fucked. Mm-hmm. Second act of the show, we're going to be diving into something very familiar with the show since episode one. At the Goodwill Outlet, Ryan is now laying down. Celebrity himself is lying down. I'm what is v- it? I'm a very tired man. Does Alec just know to cover you? Yeah. Just put a blanket on you? Yeah. He's not going to... He brought that... He's he, saying nothing. He's yeah. going to say nothing. Yeah. No, it's... Yeah, it's That's part of wild. his wild. I've never had somebody quietly put a blanket on someone else during a show. Okay, I'm going to focus here. But something uh, very near and dear to everybody um, on the show, um, we found some wrestling memorabilia hell yes and i had actually found this earlier in the week i did a thrifting spot by myself just to get me out of the house solo thrift that's right this is mr all All days days. off (laughs) um unemployed so i went out the other day and i found uh not quite vintage but from an era ryan that you and i are very familiar with um, from the Attitude Era, but we're talking WCW Oof. Wrestling, World Oof. Championship Wrestling, Oof. and it's a card game from okay. 1999. This is WCW Full Impact Card Game. It's from 1999. It's by Bicycle Brand Playing Cards Whoa. out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Um but it's billed as the fast and furious card game that lets you jump from the top rope and elbow smash your best friend in the head. Does this involve Vin Diesel because it's a fast and furious card game? Mm, maybe a precursor. Is, is, okay, follow-up question. Is there a fast and furious card game? Follow-up question. 
Is there a Fast, Fast and, and Furious, Furious 2 card game? Tabletop RPG. Follow-up question. Is there a Fast and Furious 3 Tokyo card Drift. game? Oh, Drift before? Yeah. Uh, I think Sick. Yeah. Sick. What? When does Ludacris show up in that series? Uh, four. Fuck. Oh, that's, wait. No, that's yeah, where it gets four. hot. That's hot to trot to me, for me. Um, you could be a part of the action as you compete to see who will be the next champion. You'll Spoiler find, alert, it's David Arquette. You'll find all your favorite wrestlers from WCW along with all the moves that made them famous. Now stop reading and start wrestling. Okay, let's do it. So to explain this wrestling card game... Thanks, Alec. Okay, yeah, he's sitting you up. So you have uh, a, a different way to play as I'm kind of divvying it up. We'll see if we could do it live here. Um, it's very visual, but we could see what we could do. But the idea is we actually wrestle a match back and forth, and it even comes with its own aquarium gems. And these aquarium gems tell those you... Those damage counters? Those are damage counters. And it's actually like you're wrestling a full match. Now, there are four types of cards for this uh, game here. So I deal out five. I, I'll be doing it in a second. So I deal out five cards to everybody playing. What you'll find in your hand, you have move cards. And there's three different move cards. There's setup moves. There's wear down moves. And there's finishing moves. Now, we go back and forth. If I put a move down and it does two damage, you have two on you. Okay. If you do something back to me that's like three damage, now I'm in the hole. But I could also play a card called a reversal card. Okay. So whatever you do to me, I do back to you. Also, okay. with some of these move, move cards, Ryan, there are moves that stun you. Okay. If you are stunned, when somebody puts a finishing move card down on you, mm -hmm. that means you have to take the brunt of the damage. So, so, the ten, so on this jackhammer here, it says 5 and 10. You would take the 10 if yes. you're stunned. Yes. So a jackhammer would be a 5, but if you're stunned, you take a 10. Okay. So you go back and forth until you divvy out. Um, if you go through five cards each, and at the end of that round, you tally how many damage... Uh, how many damage you have taken and who's ever done the most damage then takes one damage counter. Okay. And the first person who has three damage counters loses. Okay. Because that's a pinfall. One, two, one, okay. two, three. So along the way with these three different moves, along with reversals, there's something called event cards. Okay. And what event cards are is you could play them at any time. And it's much like a Pokemon trainer card. For okay. those familiar with Pokemon, it, it's a, some, some type of action. So, you know, like draw two cards from that or like draw two cards, discard. Or sometimes event cards will say something like this. This event card is called membership has privilege. Choose one player or yourself. Remove one pin token from the chosen player. If the player is unaligned, then that player becomes a member of the WCW. Okay. So there are some affiliations. So sometimes there's some backstabbing because maybe two of the three people will be WCW uh -huh. and then an NWO, and then somebody will turn NWO on the WCW character. Okay. Something to, to maybe my favorite card in the whole deck 
and it's an event card, and this will definitely be part of the cover art. This is Ref Knocked Out. God, is it Nick Patrick? Better. Play when you receive your third pin token. Uh-huh. You are now you are not eliminated from the game. You can continue to play until you receive your next pin token. Okay. So basically, you could play it one time ever in the game if it's in your hand. Yeah. If you have three pin tokens, that means you're out. But when you play Ref Knocked Out, that saves you. And look at that picture. Uh, it's little Nate. Look at that picture. It's little of Charles Robinson. Little Charles Robinson dead on the oh card. Oh, my God. Dead on the card. That's amazing. Dead on the card, Charles <laughs> Robinson. And full impact WCW card games goes from about 12 to $15. I had found it um, completely sealed. So... Um, I was I was sad to kind of open it because I'm like this game can't be great. Was it ripped like this to be? Okay, that's no, that's like the, it's a die cut. Um, the uh, front of it, yeah, it's probably is that about like what do you think like six to eight inches? It's uh, like? the size of two decks of playing cards side yeah. by side. And it has a die cut front, which is a, a slice down the, the center of it to reveal the WCW logo, and then rest in peace Chris Canyon and Prince Isaiah fighting on the top. Wow, what they they got the cover art they got. Yeah. So let's just do a quick, just two-person one. Okay. Okay, just to go over the rules real quick, again, you're going to get five cards. So I'll pass them out to you now. And you could use these cards in any order that you would like to use, but it goes back and forth. Okay. Now, when there is a move card played, the opposing player takes that damage. Now, if you don't want to take the damage, you could play a reversal in between. The round is over when one of us has no cards. Okay. And you could reverse anything. So sometimes if I throw maybe, and I'm not looking at my cards, you could look at yours just to give a heads up. If I throw like a drop kick for two at you, okay, and and maybe you're like, well, maybe he's got some big dick cards in here that are going to hurt way worse. You may save your reversal and use them for the big schlong attack okay because then you reverse it on me okay and then at the end one of the turn ends when one of us has no cards okay would you like to go first or second second okay so i will play against you starting it off billy kidman suplex for four you're stunned okay you're now stunned okay you're up Okay, so uh, I'm going to play. Uh, uh, I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to do an Irish whip for two. An Irish whip for two. Now, with the Irish whip, you can immediately play one clothesline or drop kick if you have it. You could kind of stack that. If you don't, it's still fine. I do not have either of those, so it is now your turn. Awesome. I am going to just keep coming at you. I'm going to punch you for two. So now you have six damage to my two damage. Alrighty. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to just going to do another. Uh, I'm going to do a Hulk Hogan brother body slam for four. A body slam for four. Unfortunately for you, I will be reversing that, okay. and you will be taking the damage. Okay. You can now play a reversal to throw that body slam back at me. If not, you got to eat it. Nope. All right. Well, I am going to. Uh, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you with a finisher. Wow. So I should have saved the reversal. Uh, gonna get put you in a Steiner recliner there. So that's for four. That's for four. Mm-hmm. And I am stunned with that, but with this card, I am no longer stunned. Okay. Well, uh, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to play an event card. Yes. This is a distraction. It says, choose one player. The player chosen cannot play any cards until after their next turn. Okay. So there's that. So then you just basically go again. And I'm hitting you with one more finisher, Latino Frankensteiner. Wow. I used my reversal too early. Now, are you out of cards? I'm out of cards. That means the round is over. Yeah. So I have taken two damage, four damage, four damage. So that's ten damage to your... Eight. You have won that round. Yeah, I have. Your popularity is really helping out. So that would be an example of that. So then I would take one damage. Well, then you did take one damage. I did take you one did. damage. Don't, we're not using that as a hypothetical round. No, it's not hypothetical. You won that round. So that was WCW Full Impact. And that's not a full game. That's just one round. Um, but there's a lot of different good cards in there. And you could go back and forth and, like, we could get Kaylee to play here in a second, too. But um, before we go for the evening, heck of a haul. Barlow's Guide for Extraterrestrials. Ryan got a tape recorder, uh, a vintage tape recorder. Greg, come get it. Greg, come get it. The Sally Wigan Millennium Pittsburgh tape from 2000 with a secret Three Rivers Stadium implosion in the center of it. There's some other stuff this week we didn't get to that's really cool. We'll wait for Josh to come back to do it. But, again, I love you guys for listening. Thanks to all the roaches. One year happy birthday to Thrifty Podcast. Thanks for hanging in there. Thanks to Kaylee for stopping by. Thanks for Ryan for stopping by. A shout-out to Steve Barras. As always, the Theme Bar Show, for many reasons, bluffs does alternate reality. Hit us up on the Thrifty Dirt Sheet on Twitter, at Thrifty Podcast. On Facebook, search Thrifty Podcast. Give us a like. Um, obviously, Thrifty Podcast at Yahoo.com. Send yes, us, yes, Todd still uses Yahoo. Yes, I still use Yahoo. Send some questions for the Roach Coach. Uh, for new listeners, the Roach Coach is something that we do when people send us questions and we answer them live on air. Or again, just thrift picks. Um, one year in the books, Ryan, how do you feel about it? Feeling pretty good so far. Um, nowhere to go but up. That's definitely what the iTunes rating says. That's for sure. All right, everybody. Have a good night. Signing off, Mr. All All Days days (laughs) Off. Get Get roached. How did you know I was going to do that? You always do that. Yeah, you're right.